You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. And this is live Intuitive Talk Story. If you want to hear the rest of that last show, it should be on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts under Intuitive Talk Story KNKR. This is Isla Allgood, and I'm here with... Mikkel Anna, and we are a little late today. If you if you follow our show, you, it normally starts at 3, which is why you're hearing our other show. But we're in the studio today at 3.30. And because life actually moves and is flexible some days, and mm-hmm. you just got to let it be water. Yeah, because what I found earlier today is as I was going into resistance, because it looked like I might not get back here by 3. I did get back here like 5, too, but... I like space before the show, right? I like to like to be here and get grounded and just release everything else from the day. So uh, anyway, we're, we're being flexible today. So thank you for being in the flow yes. with us today and joining us here now live for the Intuitive Talk Story today on this beautiful Wednesday. March, yep, Wednesday, March 20th. 420, happy 420. Oh, 420, 22. Love all those even numbers. So we were talking earlier and talking about what's up today. Uh, We talked about truth, different types, face the truth, honor the truth, be honest with yourself. And also you brought up the four agreements. Would you like to start with that? Yeah, I think this is a great kind of jumping point today is to talk about the four agreements. If you're not familiar with that, that is a a book that was written, the Toltec Agreements, um, written by Miguel Ruiz. Um, these kind of four agreements really sum it up, honestly. Somebody asked me the other day, like, hey, you know how they're like, how do you, well, how do you get there? Like, well, you know, honestly, these four agreements, if you just did these, somebody really just did these four things, that, that's it. You're, you're, you're good. If you really <laughs> are doing this, all four, you're, you're solid. That's what's happening. So the four agreements, simple, a simple template for us to kind of jump from today. So the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. So what does that mean? Speak with integrity, say only what you mean, avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit because that that has a lot. First of all, um, words, we've talked a lot about words and language. And, and how to be mindful of how we use language in having the life that we want. Uh, and also the, the idea of integrity. If I say, uh, if I say I'm going to be here at three o'clock and I can't be here at three o'clock, I don't just not show up. I'm going to talk to you or whoever I'm supposed to meet somewhere to uh, re re help me out my mind well you're you're make having them rearrange their time frame or go around you whatever putting someone out there's that aspect which is again considering someone's out there right but ultimately Mm. if we're going against ourselves Mm. because if i say it and i don't do it i've just gone against myself because I committed to that, and now I've just gone against me. So what I do, mm-hmm. for instance, I say, like, I'll see you at three-ish. Yes. I, I actually put in the, the I give ish. myself the, the parameter. I-S-H. Yeah, ish. Oh. Because I know I'm probably going to be, like, right around there. And I don't want to go against myself. Right. Because that's me then feeling stress. Like, yeah. I'm supposed to be there at three. Ooh, I'm not going to quite make it. Now I'm feeling, oh, yeah. God, I feel bad. Now I'm doing that to myself. Because it's really me doing that to myself. Oftentimes, as kind of experienced, the other person is not stressed or mm-hmm. it might be they're like, well, no, it was no big deal. I, I actually just finished something in the garden or mm-hmm. I had to finish up a call anyway. Often we're in the flow with one another and we don't really, if we were to ask or kind of ask what we want and kind of take that step to speak our truth, then we have permission, you know, then we are actually working. Oh, great. It's okay. I'll be there five minutes later. Yeah. Great. You know, uh, I, that works for me. Right. And sometimes we can do that with time and sometimes we cannot, but it's, it's really being conscious of the choices and the decisions and the, uh, gee, I said I was going to do this, whatever this is. And, um, I don't know that I, I'm up to it or I don't know that I can do it. It's being honest with yourself. Are you just looking for a way out of that? Are you 
you know, skirting a responsibility or is it what else is going on? So it's really that being impeccable with your word. Like you say, it's to yourself. What are you, what are you saying to yourself about yourself and your life that, uh, and is it, is it true? Is it? Right. Because, so this gets into the being honest with yourself, Mm. you know, being impeccable with your word means you're really being honest with yourself and being impeccable with what I say in that, in this, and I read this, what I read to you guys a moment ago from, um, from Don Miguel Ruiz, um, here on a, a, a layout he has here and that, that phrasing he says, avoid using the word to speak against yourself or mm, to gossip yeah. about others. So because anytime we speak something negative against ourselves or anyone else, we're, we are giving our power away, right? So that's mm-hmm. we, to, to take real responsibility of being impeccable with our word means we're actually looking at what we're thinking and speaking to ourselves. And you are getting real honest about what that is. That kind of reminds me of the... I've heard many people do this, uh, and and I'm curious what you think about whether this fits in, which is uh, before they even speak, I'm sorry, and there's a lot of I'm sorry's about, like, even existing, Mm -hmm. you know, versus excuse me, maybe you have to interrupt someone and you're, 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 excuse me, uh, I need to just share this, if you don't mind, uh, but a lot of times I just hear a lot of I'm sorry's and I, I, I hear it a lot out of women. And I don't know if it's mm-hmm. something that we, you know, we, we heard growing up or messaging we got. But it's, again, it goes back to listening to that inner dialogue and, and being kind to yourself. And if, if I'm always apologizing, it's almost like I'm apologizing for my existence. <laughs> right. And that's a great example of a programmed mm. dialogue. Like that's actually a program. Like you said, did it get in all of us from this? Because you see it in multiple places because it was a program that mm. was like embedded, a, a way of thinking. And so we're recognizing, you're recognizing, oh, that's that program. I could give that program thought right now and energy and feed it with giving into it like oh yeah you're right I really I guess I'm really not that good at it I could do that <clears throat> or I could go ah you're that program you want me to get involved right now mm-hmm. and go down that road nah I'm not gonna do it you got nothing you got nothing I no, like that yeah you got nothing. <laughs> I'm not playing I'm not playing uh-uh. mm-hmm. you're, you're like trying to trick me Mm-mm. and you're claiming it in yourself because you're catching it and then you're you're redirecting your energy to where you want it to go, mm-hmm. right? You're saying, no, that's not, that's not it. And I like using things like a jingle, yeah, your voice, hi, and we've talked about that before, yeah. but, but breaking up because a program literally starts to set in. If you just give it a little energy, it's rolling. Now you're inside of it. That's much harder to get out of. Mm-hmm. But right when it clicks in, you feel the energy of it, you have a choice. And that's your time to go, wait a minute, wait, hold the phone. <laughs> What's going on here? If yeah. you call out the pink elephant in the room right then, you've just said it. So another example, like let's say um, we use a lot of tactics to justify what we say, right? Or what, well, well so-and-so, well, what they said, what would you do in that situation? Wouldn't you say the same thing? It's like a justify, like right? justify uh, maybe negative behavior. Right, a negative yeah. behavior yeah. or a negative thought form or... yeah. So that's one example we justify. Another way we, we avoid, we avoid it. Oh, no, no, that can't be true. We yeah. deny, like yeah. a denial. Yeah. Or we deny in a way of like, you know, if I'm angry and I say, I'm not angry. Right. I'm denying it. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. like, well, if you just said, yeah, I am angry. And uh, why? And I think I'll change it. Mm-hmm. We've called out the pink elephant in the room because mm-hmm. you're now honest with yourself before you're denying to yourself. You're telling yourself, no, I'm not angry. I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm good. What? It must be you that's angry, right? You're the one who's angry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. See, like that. And now we're deflecting yeah. and projecting, and then we blame. Mm-hmm. Well, what about what you just did? Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. the one doing that. So now I'm deflecting again, mm-hmm. and I'm redirecting over to you so that what's well, about you? Right, because blaming. then that gets me into me rather than... Wait a minute. I thought we were talking about... Me or you over there? Wait yeah. a second. Now, 
you're going it's going outside because that gives us a reason to justify our behavior, our words. We then trick ourselves into thinking, well, that's what what's, that's right. I mean, I'm justified, mm-hmm. or we just mm-hmm. deny again, denial, mm-hmm. justification, avoidance, blame. Those are the real big ones. Yeah, and something that's been coming up for me lately is ignoring that sometimes I ignore Mm -hmm, the obvious. It's like, you know, somebody says something and it's maybe I don't like it, so I ignore it. You don't want to deal with it. Right. And that's another form of not being honest with the self. Right. I don't want to look at that. Uh, It's not really that. Forget it. It's not. No, that's not even real. We ignore it. We make it nothing. You feel something, but you don't allow yourself to actually deal with it because it seems like a lot of work. Exactly. And, you know, somebody, I think it might have been Ianla Van Zandt that said this, is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. uh, And I think of that just with the words, too. If somebody says something to you and it's it's not pretty, it's not pleasant, it's not what you want to hear, believe them they've said the words so we need to believe them rather than ah they didn't really mean that well i'm gonna that's two-part because kind of gets <laughs> us into the second one here uh-huh. actually it pulls us into the second agreement which is don't take anything personally so oh boy that's nothing big, huh? others do is because of you What others say and do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So in that moment, when you said believe them, well, don't believe them that I'm saying to you, Isla, you're a piece of crap and I don't like you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm saying if they tell you something about themselves. Ah, I'm sorry. I didn't wasn't clear about that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If I if I tell you something about me and you say, "Oh no, that's not true." Ah, and ignoring dismissing, it, dismissing someone's truth. Yes. Like what they feel about their own reality and I say, "Oh, that whatever doesn't really happened." Right. Well, whatever no, they feel. But I had that experience and yes. you're like, "Oh, but I'm uh, maybe you did." No, I did have it. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe. No, I actually had it. Like that kind of thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So a validation. Yeah. A validation and an understanding. But this, so, okay, so this brings us into, let's say someone says something like you're a piece of crap, all that. They're really talking to them. This is how they speak to themselves. Mm-hmm. So whatever is coming out of our mouth is really what we're saying to ourselves. It's how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we're constantly annoyed by something, it's probably because we do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So whatever bothers us and we take personal is usually something we engage in, which is why we're taking it personal. We're, we're, we're getting this. It's like, not easy, though. It's not. I got to tell you. It's not easy. It's not easy. No. I, I, think, I think myself rather conscious. Of course, not 110%, but it's, it's not easy to not take things personal. I've gotten yeah. much, much more skilled at it because it is a skill. Oh, yeah. It's every time I start to feel like, oh, right, it, this is about me. It's like, wait a minute, this isn't about this. Don't take this personally. Whatever's going on here. This is why people say it's a spiritual practice. Yes. Because it truly is an interactive, it's life. It's how you live. It's mm-hmm. what you're doing each day. It's what you're focusing on. Energy flows where attention goes, right? So mm-hmm. we're where fo- you're focusing and practicing. It's like everything else. I mean, how did you become a doctor? How did you become a, a master dancer? How, well, practicing. You did it again and again and again and again. You, you learned the songs and you sang them over and over and over. You mm-hmm. did the surgeries and you got perce- more precise and more attuned. You understood deeper with every single experience because you put the time in. What is mastery? 10,000 or more hours of time put in because doing it, experiencing it, you're creating and becoming that. So yes, we are constantly creating ourselves in that forum. Right. And if, if it's possible for us to, uh, be mindful about the not taking it personally, it, it's, it's really quite liberating because then you realize that what somebody else is doing, behaving, is about them. It's they have a, they're in their movie, 
<laughs> you like the movies. Yeah. We like the movies here in, in, uh, at K&KR, so you like the movies. They're in their movie, and you're watching their movie, and they may be pulling you in as a character, but it's still their movie. Right, and you can either decide that I'm going to enact that character, that they're pulling in and mm. be what it is they're like projecting mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. or I can go, oh, yeah, I love you. I'm not really going to play, but all yeah. good. Love you. Yeah. And not get involved in the movie, right? Because I'm not taking it personal because that's something going on for you and that isn't that's not mine and I I don't have to get upset or personal because and, you're and having I want to say time. that that can be pretty tough if you feel under attack by somebody, whether Well, of course, because the yeah. things we take personal are again our own wounding. Mm. So, for instance, if I'm sensitive to which I have been you know, sensitive to uh intensity you know like I've been through I had an abuse experience so there Mm -hmm. that's like you know oh like that kind of energies you know I didn't that was hard to move out of like that that initial that just little feeling like oh god quick reaction energy so there's places where you get activated so the things we take perfectly and they're like god he's such a jerk well because I've been I've been around jerks (laughs) so you know like so I'm more sensitive to that right I'm taking it personal because I have a connection to the wound inside. It's bringing something up for me. So this goes into, we've talked about this before, but if you realize, don't take it personal and you can take that a step further, use the mirror. Because not only is it not personal, but it's a reflection. It's not personally, like what they're experiencing is not personal, but yet if you're getting triggered or enacted by anything happening in front of you, if it's hitting anywhere in you and bringing up making you go any direction then that's what's in you and whatever they just did is actually showing you like oh that still bothers me Ooh, what's that about why is that bothering me that's not even mine what's that bringing up I don't even know this guy who cares if he's a jerk like Mm -hmm. what's that about what is going so see that's that's the again a catching point because you're allowing yourself to realize I'm not taking anything personal and I'm now using this as an opportunity for my own self-growth because that's actually what's going on all the time because I am only in my own movie and I do only have control over my own controllers. I can't affect anyone else other than like, hey, I'm going to plant a seed. Here you go. Here's some info. Good luck. That's all we can do for one another is help each other. I can help you maybe move. We can help one another. But ultimately... I'm playing my game, you're playing yours, and I got to like make the choices and I got to, you know, push the buttons and do the stuff. Well, that makes me think of perception and perspective because what what's going to trigger you may not trigger me and vice versa. We don't have the same wounding. Because we have different woundings right. and different and and that brings different perspectives too. Absolutely. So and that, experience. Yeah. And yeah. People, yeah. Like when someone, oh, that doesn't happen. I don't know anybody like that. Well, you don't know anyone <laughs> like that. And that doesn't happen in your reality. Yeah. However, I experience that in my reality often. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to, I think I told that realtor story. Like it's the same, you know, and it's uh, basically anywhere you go, you know, the realtor's like, well, what, they're like, what's the, li- what do people like here? Well, what are they like at home? Mm. You know, right? They, Ah, oh, they're mean. They don't talk to each other. They fight all the time. Oh, well, people are like that here too. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what they're going to bring to. That's the energy they're bringing. you're vibrating. Yeah, you're yeah. bringing, you're creating your own, whatever's you're experiencing is going to be reflected in your outer reality because that's mm-hmm. what you're experiencing somewhere in yourself. It's trying to show you that so you can release it and then experience more peace. Mm-hmm. That's our goal or that's, you know, that if you think of it that way, the goal is to be in peace, right? Which means wholeness. So it means pulling all your pieces and all the fragments back from wherever you've left everything and pulling it into wholeness so that it can just be one thing. And that's peaceful. That's peace. Well, and peace definitely comes from not taking things personally. Yeah. You know? So free. When I, th- when I take things personally, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious, I'm agitated, I'm annoyed. Can you I'm, believe what she said? I'm <laughs> a- yeah. And it's all about the other rather right. than... Uh, just realizing it's not, it's, it's not for me to take personally. And when I don't take it personally, I am very peaceful. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's an important one. So I hope people out there, uh, you know, I want to tell, tell you to, if you want to give a call, if you had any questions or comments you'd like to make, I'm going to make sure I can see the phone while I'm talking with Mikkel. Uh, the number here is 808, and you do have to dial 808 now, even in Hawaii, 884 uh, I just learned that the other day, actually. Yeah, that's a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so the yes. so again, this is why I said if these seem like oh for four things, you do these four things and you're going oh great, give me the four, no problem. But really, the yeah, truth try is, to get through if the day. you do these four things, truly, if you mm -hmm. are activating these four things every day, all day, you are definitely peeling away the layers mm. and becoming more whole, and you are on the path to peace. Mm -hmm. Truly, because th it is it's simple. But right, but not, right? But it's laid out pretty simply here. So Well, you know, the path to peace. I love that because rather than we're going to arrive somewhere, it is a constant journey. So I like that path to peace, like thinking about it that way. That is also much more motivating for me to yes. do these things because I want to be on that path to peace. I like how that feels. Right. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. we've Go got... Ahead. Our first one was be impeccable with your word. Two, don't take anything personally. We're going to number three, don't make assumptions. So find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. Mm. This is huge. Don't make assumptions. We make assumptions all day long mm -hmm. from little things. Well, I thought you put the trash out. Mm -hmm. I just made an assumption, <laughs> a small yeah. one. But uh, well, if I hadn't made that assumption, maybe I would have asked and then the trash would have been out or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Small things. Yeah. Turn that's, into big things. That's right. That's a very uh, tangible day to day thing. But there are obviously bigger things. Uh, I, I think. One of the places that come up for me is when someone behaves a particular way, I may be assuming I know why they're behaving that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, they're mean. Oh, mm -hmm. a billion things, right? But if I check in with them and say, gee, you seem kind of irritated today. You want to talk about that without, any, without anything in my voice that's judgy. Well, now I can actually find out maybe what what that behavior is about. And what you just said is perfect because in order to do that, you first had to really decide I'm going to be impeccable with my word mm -hmm. and I'm going to not take anything personal. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to take what is going on with like personal. <laughs> so now I'm not going to make any assumptions now that I know why they're mad or anything about it. So maybe now I'm gonna ask questions. I'm gonna have the courage to do that. Mm -hmm. Be impeccable with my word. Ask, what's, did you have a bad morning? What's, what's going on with you? Yeah. You know, can we yeah. talk? Yeah. Let's drop in. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to it versus, oh God, I gotta get out of here. They're being, ugh, they don't like me. Whatever yeah. assumption, mm -hmm. right, I mm -hmm. could make and then go with and run that program in my head, which takes me down a whole adventure, mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. So. The, all these are like mind. It's it's all our mind and heart. It's heart and mind. And in essence, your mind is in service to the heart. That is what you're creating. The, the What is the snake? It's, you're, it's you. It's you can be the light and you can be the darkness. It's by your choice. You give power to which part of yourself, right? As you conquer yourself or love yourself, really, you accept the dark parts and you release them. We they are transformed with our love, right? It's like when we, we embrace and we love something, we transform it. Look at any magical movie. I just was watching one the other day that was like the burned ones, these crazy burned ones. And literally the fairy transformed and they, tra like instead of, they were killing them, but this person, the fairy was able to transform them and they turned back into their human form. They had actually just been like, terrorized and turned into those from right. The, right because of the it really the, wasn't their core right yeah because it's none of our core right. we're all divine beings we've just been terrorized or hurt or I mean, what is the snake really it's 
the disembodied parts. Like, what, what is it? The parting out of the Jesus, of Jesus Christ, the parting out of the Osiris story. They parted out the bodies, fragmented the, the person so there was not wholeness. You're bringing your parts back to you, sometimes dimensionally, body parts, pieces of the self. Mm-hmm. You're picking up all those parts, right? And so you think of that, the snake itself was, what was the original snake? It was the, the part, it had lost all its parts. It had gone into darkness. It's a Christ self that gone into dark darkness mm-hmm. and lost all of itself. And it just has to remember it's God, that it's love, that it's truth, that it's... And that's who we all are and that's at our what we're core. all doing is yeah. we're dealing with our own snake, our own like, yeah. you know, the place that wants to take us down into the depths of that, just you're nothing and despair in all different ways. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, no, I love you. I forgive you. I accept you. I accept even the parts of me that were so hard to accept. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I acted that way. Mm-hmm. I am so stupid. We want to do that to ourselves. Yeah. Instead, that's We're the hardest ones to forgive. And so when we forgive ourselves and we embrace, we then choose love, which brings back parts of ourselves. It means we're willing to accept ourselves back together. Together. And then the snake becomes the magical dragon. You know, that's a beautiful image. Let's take a station break, and uh, we'll come back with more beautiful images. Difficult time. The ego. Oh, sorry. It's not crazy. Aloha, Connie and Wahini. This is Dug in Your Ear. I take those old records off the shelf and revive fond memories every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. at radio station KNKR LP 96.1 FM, Kohala. Revitalized Javi Farmers Market has actively been bringing together local artisans to sell their produce, freshly baked goods, honey, jewelry, lemonades, cheeses, and pottery. We're excited to continually welcome new vendors and visitors to enjoy a unique to North Kohala experience. The Javi Farmers Market is held every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Kohala Village Hub's entrance. For more information, visit our Javi Farmer's Market Facebook page. All right, we are back. It's 3.58 here, April 20th, 2022. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is Isla Allgood with... Mikkel Anna. And we are doing intuitive talk story from 3.30 to 4.30 today, so we still have another half an hour. That's right, and we are discussing the Toltec agreements. Yes. We're on agreement number three right now. We've been discussing uh, make no assumptions, which is a really broad topic. I kind of went into a a spew of, uh, you know, the fragmenting and the wholeness and bringing it back together, which is part of making no assumptions, but let me bring it on back. But that kind of gets into, oh, that got into a wider spectrum. But this make no assumptions, we can apply from that small level of the trash story, right? Mm-hmm. To the big level of what someone's doing, Maybe. what someone else is thinking, why someone's doing something, what are people doing around us. Right. And we can assume things about ourselves that we think we're, you know, well, I just don't know anything. Well, it's because I just don't do this. Or it's because I, well, I haven't had. No, that's just a belief. And right. that a belief is fueled by an assumption. Limiting beliefs kind of, to me, kind of ro- roll into this category of making assumptions. Because um, if you think about it, we're making a lot of assumptions. Because the truth is, what do I actually know? Okay, let's take something really simple, like the color blue. Mm -hmm. I didn't walk up to something as a child and go, this is blue. Somebody told me that was blue. Mm -hmm. I was told that was blue. 
many, many times. Correct. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't actually make it blue. What that makes it is, so you're like, well, I know it's blue. Well, how do you know? Well, someone told me it's blue. Then you don't really know it's blue. You just know what someone told you. So this is just, it gets kind of in a mind thing. This is like you could ponder this thought. You could sit and <laughs> meditate for quite a while uh -huh. on just this concept. Mm-hmm. Because it, you start to see how many assumptions we make on based on things people tell us. We've been told a lot. And we assume it is that way because well, I read it somewhere. Or someone, well, it someone said it. Yeah. Well, I learned it at school. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But I don't actually know it. What do you actually know? You know your experience. Mm -hmm. You know your experience mm -hmm. of something. I know I'm picking up this glass right now. I'm going to drink my tea. I know that because I'm here experiencing. I know what I put in it because I made it. Now, if you handed it to me and you said, this is this, this, and this, I don't actually know that it's this, this, and this. I'm trusting what you say. Right. But I don't actually know that that's what's in here because mm -hmm. I didn't put it in there. Mm-hmm. If there's a label on it, you say, well, this is what it is. It's on the label. <laughs> well, someone's telling me that's there, but do I know that's what it is? Because I didn't pack it, right? That's mm -hmm. even why they ask you at the luggage, right? That, Did you pack your luggage? Because right. you would be the only one who actually knows. Yeah. Right. So if you didn't pack it, how do you know, right? So that whole concept is really vast, honestly, and is a great meditative point to ponder, philosophize, deepen into yourself like, wow, mm -hmm. what do I really know? And how many things am I really assuming I know because I've read it, heard it, someone said it, but what's my experience of it? You know, I love this. I love this because there are people that I interact with sometimes that will tell me some statistic from the news. And I'm like, I'm not really interested in that. Well, how come you don't you want to know that? Well, because I don't, I don't know where that comes from. Because it could come from anybody. That isn't that isn't my truth. That is just some bit of information that's floating out uh, in the media or on the internet. Or even more so, you can think of it simply as just like, well, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just know. don't know. And I don't really want to spend the energy and time to find out. Like, to like. Right. It's not important that to That particular right. aspect is not really like, I'm not super interested in it. And right. so, yeah, cool. That's great. You're into that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. Well, and that kind of connects to. Living in our own reality, you know, I feel like I live in a particular reality. You live in your reality, and and we all overlap and whatever. In my reality, I don't need to know those things that are on the news. That's it's not important part of my day to day reality. It has nothing to do with anybody but me and my movie. So I think it's important that that we respect that about one another. That we have these different different ways of being and different priorities. And different movies that we really are yeah. all experiencing it differently. Like we make yeah. a lot of assumptions like you kind of bring up, like we live in a small town. You know, people know, quote unquote, know one another for 20 years. Yeah. That doesn't mean I actually know you. Right. I don't know you. I see you at the bank or I see you. I, I like that person. I have a respect and an honor for that person for maybe we do have done a project together. Right. And I know uh, my experience of that person in that project, which I, that's what I know about the person. Yeah. I don't really know anything else about them. Like, I don't know. So like, here's yeah. a funny one. I yeah. love like, when people say this too. They go like, you tell them, oh yeah, I, I, oh, I did an album one time. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Why would you know that about me? Right. Like, what is that? There's are so you, many dimensions. Are you thinking to us? that you actually know me? <laughs> and so you're wondering, wow, how come I didn't know that? Because we don't actually know anyone. Because anyone, really, right? I mean, to the depth of yourself, because yeah. you're interacting in your own mind, thoughts, experiences all the time. And if we want to know one another or we want to seek to understand, that means we're doing these things that we're talking about. We're being impeccable with our word. Mm -hmm. We're not taking things personal. We're not making assumptions so we can be courageous enough to ask questions and say, I want to understand you, like what you right. know. Because I could make a whole bunch of assumptions because mm -hmm. that's what I know. But I, if I really want to understand what you know, I have to actually reach in because I don't know. Yeah. 
And to say I don't know is actually a really big situation right now. And I Mm -hmm. think in general, it's one of the very important points of really awakening to the self is being able to say, well, I don't know. I guess I really don't know. Do I know anything? Maybe all of it. It's like maybe none of it's right. Maybe I got to be willing to throw the whole. Okay, let me throw everything out so I could see what's really sticks. It's like when you do a diet, right? You're trying to like find what's really works for your body. People often yeah. take everything out and then just add in one thing. Yeah, that's kind of the same concept. You're going. Well, I don't really know. It's maybe I don't really know. I'm willing to go. Maybe I don't. Even though I've studied this, this whole. Uh, you know, medical field. I've studied this type of thing this whole my whole life. I've studied history my whole life. But maybe actually what I was reading was based on something else that I don't know about. Maybe there's more to the story than I'm being told because I'm still only being told something from somebody's perspective. And that's a lot of different perspectives down the line. So what do I really know? Hmm. I know what I experienced. So now you start weeding that out in your mind. Like, what do I? Well, I don't really know that. Well, I don't really know that either. I don't know that. You know, one thing I notice getting older is that I realize how little I do know. Right. Like like in my 20s, I probably thought I knew a lot. Oh, right. We think we know it all. But but now I'm like, wow, there's so much I don't know. And you're talking, you brought up history, which I think is a great thing about, you know, what do we know and what is is real. And in recent years, I've heard more and more bits and pieces of history that, of course, none of us ever learned, which was, you know, who uh, the first women that did this or the Native Americans that did that or, or African-Americans that did that because they weren't in the, the, the history books. They were all kind of white guys. Well, it's his story. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. And that is what it is, I mean, I, I believe. I mean, here's yeah. one you haven't probably heard. Mansa Musa of Mali, Malian Empire, was literally the richest man in the world in the 1300s. He's an African. He was the king, you know, the empire mm. of the Malian Empire. It, he ruled, and they... It, it, that wouldn't have been in our history books, Correct, right? you see, yeah. because that would go against the whole degradation of these, like, savage people, right. when they're, in fact, kings and queens that were then, the knowledge was taken, actually, to Greece from Aristotle, and those people studied in Ethiopia, studied in the temples, studied Timbuktu, took it back to Aristotle, you know, Aristotle. Those Greek philosophies came, actually, out of Africa, and then even the Moors are from Africa, they built Portugal, Spain. They built all We're these all beautiful from buildings <laughs> and yeah. actually helped the Europeans come into like sanitation mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that, oils. And, mm-hmm. you know, they had all the herbs and they had these practices and the Egypt, you know, they had all these things they've done yeah. to take care where the Europeans were actually, the, you know, the time of Aristotle, people think, what well, was this magic? No, it was like piss and vinegar and like p- dirty people were having orgies and, you know, like there was not a bunch of showers, now a lot you of French, s- the you French bath. You, you can know, say, <laughs> so I you say all that and I I don't know that so right so which is the point that of, is the point we don't yeah, know we don't know we don't know but yeah. if we think about it it's, that's kind of like a saying we don't know what it was like it could have been anything it could have been that it could have been this could have been that but we 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 give a uh, space for whatever is really true like to come we give more space for possibility then we're more open to receive what it really is and you know something that i've come to realize also maybe this is part of getting older is i think back to the 1960s because that's when i grew up as a kid i was born in 60 and i i remember things and i think to myself i'm remembering that i remember my parents say i remember them and I remember this happening. And then I think the energy of that time was so different than it is now that I don't know that I can remember because I'm not the same person as I was 50 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like well, the energy of the 1960s or the 1980s or the or 1300s, I have no idea w- what that really feels like what the vibration was of of society so what am i remembering right well <laughs> well there's that and there's actually multi levels of that you don't remembering the whole time period because there's a vibration with the time the energy the space location where you are what you're you know the the people around you the conditions the all those things are playing a part your external situation but then there's then there's also your experience of yourself mm-hmm. 
and yourself within that. And I just lost my thought. Oh, that's okay. But yeah, and you know, who, who I was at eight years old in 1968 is, is very different than who I am today in addition to all that. So go That's ahead. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Is that um, we're literally cellularly a different person every seven years. You literally change all your cells. So right. you aren't literally the same person as right. you were seven years ago because you're all different cells. So if we're allowing ourselves to grow and reach through the vibratory levels like we've talked about and go kind of like, you know, maybe if I, because there was a time I was sitting in shame and trauma and going, God, I really want to be out of this energy. I want to be over there. Those people are experiencing love over there. They're having fun over there. I want to yeah. do that. So I had to reach for that energy. Like I had to go, that's what I want to experience. I want to experience that. And then I could, you know, you get up the vibratory level and then you're literally cellularly changing your energy as you go. So that's part of your leveling up. You're owning each thing as it comes in. You're owning your test. You're leveling up and you're cellularly changing the, your actual being. When we were talking before we started the show, you talked about leveling up and something about three three experiences. Do you remember what you yeah, were saying? You so want to share a little bit about that? That was okay, kind of so interesting. We were talking about like a test, you know, like we all have our tests, like, you know, and you usually know, like, for instance, I, my grandma was once a test for me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, oh, she's always going to get on my nerves and be so annoyed. But why is that? Because well, I'm her. <laughs> <laughs> the things she does are the things I do. Yeah. That's why you know, it, it was, was getting Yeah, me. it's a mirror. So it wasn't until I embraced the mirror and went, all oh, right, that's uh, how I would have said, I would have done that too. Perfect. I get mm -hmm. it. All right, cool. Not taking it personal. Love you. It, it dissipated. Okay, so, but I knew when I was going in, like each time I would go to see my family, I yeah. would know, okay, I'm going in. Dun, 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 gun, gun, gun. Yeah. Okay, it's going to be my test. Grandma, okay, go in. We'd fight. I'm a, I'm a jerk. She's crying. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't make it that time. I was definitely not the Buddha. Definitely not the Buddha. Mm -hmm. Right? Leave. That's one down. Now, you got to keep going. So the point is I have to do the test again. And then if I like had a great interaction, I owned myself. I, I was like, okay. I didn't get annoyed. I was loving. I breathed. I made other choices. That was really well. Great. I did a good job. Okay, I'm going to be met again with that same scenario in a different way. Now, the second time, and it will be a third time. Now, on that third time, I screw it up, and I mess it again. Like, I lose it, and like, go into <laughs> anger, or whatever, annoyance. Okay, I just went back to zero. So, I have to start over. One, two, three. If you get three in a row of your tests, you can, it's really like, I'm owning that. Let's say three yeah. times a charm, yeah. three strikes you're out, yeah. right? All that, like, you know, there's yeah. a reason for, like, those, these all have meanings, mm -hmm. you know, body, mind, spirit, mm -hmm. you know, so you're, you're owning it, body, mind, spirit. I'm owning this on each level. Yep, that's what I'm choosing now. That's what I'm at. That's what I do. I don't do that anymore. It's like, you know, imagine if you're like, well, I'm just going to stop, you know, eating cheese. That's just not what I do now. Right. You're like, right. And, well, you're going to own it. If I, if I eat a piece of cheese today, I didn't stop. Right. I got to go back to, OK, well, now right. I'm stopping yeah. eating cheese yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, what you're talking about, too, I wanted to bring in anyway, is that many of the things that we're talking about about ourselves require relationships with yourself. With yourself, but with others. Like if grandma wasn't there, you uh, couldn't have worked that stuff out. Right. It's so easy to be the Buddha when you're up in the forest. Yeah. Go For sit instance. by yourself. It yeah. is actually quite easy to yeah. be in harmony with all that is when you're right. totally alone. Right. I mean, I'm like, love being alone. <laughs> but it is much harder when we're around people because it reflects what's still there. So if it's mm -hmm. true, if you actually can utilize your experience with others, like anytime you're experiencing yeah. others, you know, it's a mirror. Yeah. Use it. Like yeah. you'll move faster if you use the opportunity. Maybe only have a couple interactions a day. Maybe only have one a week. Use it. Yeah, but make the most of it. Right. And yeah. where am I putting my energy and my right. thoughts? Where am I allowing myself to go to? What am I giving power to? Am I being impeccable with my word? Am I taking things personal? Am I making assumptions? Well, and when you were talking about grandma, may, is, she, is she on the other side? No, she's still here and she's, she's, she's here. awesome. I love her. Okay. Thank you, grandma, for being the subject today. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I wanted to say that you could go into that situation, a person can go into that situation, and this goes back to these agreements about being impeccable with your word, I think. And you could, I could go in and interact with this person and deny that I'm being triggered and deny, like you were saying, oh, you'd kind of go off and you'd get upset and you didn't, you didn't quite do it that time. But it's important that being impeccable to me is being honest with yourself, being honest with yourself that I am triggered and okay, I'm not going to react to her. I'm not going to fight with her, but I'm fighting it. I'm fighting. So I'm really not at, on the P I'm, I'm not at peace yet with this situation because right. I haven't worked it through enough times. And if you're honest enough with yourself, that's how you find what it is. And that kind of goes yeah. into things we've talked about in the past, which a relationship with your inner child is really crucial mm -hmm. in order to get through these deeper things within yourself because your inner self is who knows what's going on emotionally with you. That's who's reacting all the time. It's mm -hmm. not you right now. It's often the seven-year-old you, the 20-year-old you, the 30-year-old you, whatever age it, there was a wounding. It, you're, that's who's reacting. So mm -hmm. the trigger, if, you are, if you're honest with yourself, and you, you know, I'm fine, whatever, <sighs> then you don't use it, right? But if you're like, yeah, I am triggered. And if, I often say remove yourself if you can from the situation because just go find out what it is. If you have the opportunity, go yeah. to the bathroom. Do whatever you can do to just leave because you don't want to enact the program. You are feeling the energy. I am triggered. I can feel it. And being honest with myself, I'm annoyed. I got to get out of here and figure out why. So then go to, go to yourself, put your hands on your body, you know, on your chest, like, like my heart hey, little girl or whoever, myself in here, what's up? What's going on? However you like to speak to yourself. I tend to be pretty blunt and like, you know, straight up <laughs> with myself. Cowgirl up. You know, like <laughs> that's how I, you know, you're a Jedi, you can do it. You know, like yeah. that's how I talk to myself. But, and I like, you know, like encouraging self-talk like that. Like, you know, it, however you like to motivate yourself, you want to have a motivating self, like a feeling of like, yes, I can do, you know, you have to, you are your best cheerleader. No one's going to do that for us. And that's part of creating that positive thought too, and being impeccable with our word and is, is not saying anything negative about ourselves because you're creating that positive thought, positive train, positive track for your brain to flow in to support you going, okay, what's really going on here? I can be honest with myself because I'm supported. So, okay, what's really happening? Oh, oh, this is actually bringing up, oh, that makes me feel like this. Oh, my dad used to do that. Oh, my aunt, whatever. That's, you start to see it. I always felt like I was ignored at the party or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's why I'm feeling not heard right now because I didn't feel heard when I was, you know, always trying to ask for this when I'm 10 or whatever. You're going to feel it. And you breathe through it. You tell your little girl self or your per like, hey, I see you. I get it. They just couldn't see in the time because, well, they're dealing with themselves. They're right. in their own stuff. They have their own wound. They're in their own wound. Yeah. And actually, they're playing their own game because right. they're in their own movie. Right. So they couldn't really help you. And you took it personal. Right. So you dropped your stuff on the floor and thought, I'm so good. So you're picking <laughs> yourself back up. You're picking up your stuff. And you're going, see, they didn't know anything. Hey, I got you. I'm with you. Here, take, take their stuff back. This is ours. We give thanks. Uh, me and you, we're going to do this. I mean, forget all this. We got this. And you're healing it with your inner self. And then you're able to see you've used all that momentum of not being impeccable, not taking things personal, making no assumptions, to now do some real inner work and heal that. So now when I get faced with that situation next time, the energy is not there like it was because I'm actually like I just healed it that eight-year-old self's not feeling it. So now the next time, because there will be a next time, same thing's going to come up in some other way. And I'm like, oh, huh. I would normally react like annoying right now. I don't feel annoyed. I feel the opportunity to make a choice. And wow, um, yeah, I don't want to do that. So uh, no problem. Sounds great. Go ahead and put that over there. Wonderful. Love it. Great. And you're being honest with yourself. It's not like you're denying the annoyed feelings. They just really didn't come up. Right, because there's not a, an energetic trigger with an, and we've talked about this before, yeah. so emotional 
emotional energy still sitting in something where it goes straight to it. And that's what that is. It's like they're like outstanding, like the fragmented body parts, right? It's outstanding energy. It's fragmented. You want to bring it back into wholeness and own it in yourself. So all of our own energy is within our own energy. We are bringing everything back to us of ourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where we left it, where we dropped it, or whatever, or it was taken, borrowed, stolen, removed, all sorts of things. You know, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and uh, someone who does study psychology, and she was talking about how s- some people, when they are faced with something uncomfortable, they'll freeze. And that's something I've been known to do. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking, I'm thinking, okay, to freeze and not speak isn't the same as being. P- feeling peace about what's happening in the moment. They may look the same to somebody out there. They may say, oh, you, she seems fine. She's, she's okay because I'm just sitting there and I just glaze over, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> I'm in the frozen state. But so it isn't always as obvious as someone who may r- start a rant. Actually give thanks to yeah. the anger program because it's loud. Yes. At least you see it. Yeah, you, you know what you know what you're dealing with. It's when yeah, it's harder when it's subtle programs like yeah, yeah. victim is a real, you know, subtle one. Oh, mm-hmm. well, no see, I just go to my room. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants me out here anyway. Mm-hmm. Subtle. Yeah. yeah. But I'm running it. I'm running that victim. Yeah. Mm, poor me. Yeah. See, so it's subtle like what you just said too, which immediately when you said it, I just felt fear. Yeah. Fear. That's yeah, fear. That's what that it's is. It's paralyzed with fear. I'm fear because if I say the wrong thing, I do the wrong thing. Who's, what if I do the wrong, what if, what if I do something wrong? I don't know what to do. I'm going to, and then I'll, uh, mm-hmm. right? And so that comes into that people pleasing, not wanting to mess it up, not wanting to do something wrong. We need to. Right. Better to say nothing because then no one can hold you accountable because right, you I didn't I say anything. Right, so all of that recognition takes right. courage. See, yeah. you, it takes courage for you to say all that and go, yeah, right. I want to really, and then say, right, that's what that is. And God, I'm not gonna, I don't want to do that. So yeah. I choose love. I'm going to reset that. I'm going to choose love. And next time, I'm just going to take a deep breath and know that's what I need to do. I need to breathe and go, I choose love. Do I need to say something right now? Am I wanting to say something right now? No, I'm actually not. Okay, great. I don't need to say something, but right. I'm not frozen. I need right. to check in. Where is my intention? If there's something I'm now feeling compelled that I do should do, I used to freeze, but now I need to follow it then. I, I would normally be frozen, but I, I really want to say this. Okay, then yeah. say it. But if I'm like, no, I have nothing to say, well, then don't say it. Yeah. And you're just being honest about where it's coming from. Am I operating in love or fear? And that's the other foundational, simple thing to like always draw back to. Am I operating in love or fear? Simple. Mm-hmm. That's really good like reference checkpoint. And it, and it brings us to our, before, because I know we're, running sh- we're getting short on time now. Yep. Our fourth Toltec agreement is always do your best. Yeah. So always do your best. And he has here, your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. So if I know, like for me, I know at this point I have to do my meditation tools, right? These are my tools. I need to do it twice a day. But back when I was really learning that, um, and that was a thing for me to actually integrate, which now that is not. But at a point it was, and I like, oh, I don't want to do my meditation. I don't feel like meditating. I don't feel yeah. like doing that. If I just go, I'm not going to do it, and I go well, watch Netflix, then I'm not doing my best. So I've just gone against myself because I know what my best is, and I'm totally capable of like sitting down and doing the meditation. So then I have to do my cheerleader or my like, I actually in those moments, I, you can, you know, whine if you need to to yourself. Fine, I don't want to do it. But I'm going to because I'm committed to myself and I'm doing it. <sighs> I'm going to breathe through it. Whatever you have to do and then sit your butt down and do your practice. Do whatever it is you need to do. See, that's pushing through yourself because you're living up to your commitment to always do my best. My best, like it says, is going to change in each moment. My best when I'm not feeling super great, I'm tired. Well, my best is I can only do five-minute prayer and, you know, I just need to go to bed or I can't, you know, do a big dinner. Whatever it is, my best is this in this moment. 
Usually I could do it more, but right now I'm really tired. So this is my best. That's a, we're just you're being honest. Back to that That's honesty. That's being honest with yourself again. Right. Yeah, and knowing what your limitations might be in that moment. And as you were talking about always doing your best, it really works with the being impeccable with your word. So if it's for something where you have a daily practice like meditation and you've made that deal with yourself that you're going to meditate every day for 20 minutes and you don't do it, are you doing your best or are you tired today and you're only going to do five minutes? Only you know that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Right. I don't know what's what I'm your best is. I have to be honest with myself. What's yes. my best? Yeah. Right? Sometimes... Yeah. I know my bad. I'm like, I know, well, I could actually give it a lot more energy. <laughs> I know I actually have more. I, yeah, you know. I know I could do that. I yeah. know I could do but Like when you know that feeling, you got to listen and go, all right. Yeah. Okay. I got time to help you. Come on over here. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. going to give it my all. And I like to just approach everything like that. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it 100%. I don't like to half anything. Mm. If I'm doing it, I'm going to just do it. And you know, Yoda says, try not, do or do not. Yeah. So if you're going to do, no it, do it, you're going to yeah. sweep the floor, sweep the floor. Don't yeah. leave crumbs. Don't like miss the corner. Mm-hmm. Sweep the floor. Do mm-hmm. it properly. Do the whole thing. Make it beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sweep it, sweep it. Otherwise, I'll sweep it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. s- do it all the way. That's mm-hmm. if we go by that practice, which is always do your best. Because if I'm always giving my best, which is really my 100%, mm-hmm. I can give my 100%. That 100% is different in each moment based on what we said earlier, right. back to that. But I can give my 100% in that moment. Mm-hmm. That's doing my best. Mm-hmm. Meeting and the moment fully right. and, and we're talking present. We're talking about some practical things and uh, like physical things, three-dimensional things. And I also think about always doing your best in your own mind. You know, what are my, what, what's my thinking pattern? Back to and impeccable with your word. Yeah, and how can, I, how can I do my best in this situation right now, whether there's another person involved in it or it's just me, because it's really always just me, right? right. <laughs> that's right. And yeah. that's that thoughts about myself, thoughts about others, judging as my being impeccable with my word. Right. If I'm having negative thoughts about myself or others, because the truth is mm-hmm. I am another yourself. It's all one thing. So if that's the case, anytime I speak ill of you, I'm really speaking ill of myself because I am you. You're me and every all of life is one thing. So the field of unity brings us into that that knowingness because it's an experience and a feeling. It's not something you can actually tell someone, right? You, you have to know it because you have to experience it back to that. And that is a, an, a field of unity means I know that that how I treat that thing affects me because it is me. So I want to pick up that piece of trash over there. I want to make that nice because, well, it's all me, actually. So if I have the capability to, to do something, well, why not? Because I'm going to show up and give 100% of myself in this moment wherever I am. I agree. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) So to recap today, the Toltec agreements and see, as you know, now we have explored if you're truly living these four agreements on a daily basis and making this your practice, it's simple, it's to the point, and it is incredibly powerful. It's really the found, it's everything we talk about just in four like statements and and this is a, a great thing to implement just to work here, which is to just recap. One, be impeccable with your word. Two, don't take anything personally. Three, don't make assumptions. And four, always do your best. And within that, you know, be honest with yourself and know what your truth is. In order to do those four things, you have to walk from the foundation of being honest with yourself. Yeah. So that kind of actually goes to that agreement we make with ourselves. You don't have to do any of these things, by the way, right? You right. know, and nobody has to do anything. It's all no. a choice. You get to do whatever you want. So if your choice is to is to grow to a spiritual to know thyself, if that's your choice, then you're making that choice and going, okay, I commit to my source fully, completely, and totally. That's the choice, the foundational choice I'm making. 
So in order for me to do that, it means I have to be fully honest with myself. Okay, so in order to be, and then I can't, because I can't even do these four agreements if I'm not willing to be authentically honest with myself. And I'm not really being committed to grow if I'm not willing to be authentically honest with myself. See how the, everything kind of goes back to one or the other. So foundation, I'm committed to serve my source and know thyself. And then doing these four agreements from that honest place, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of, it, I don't want to say easy, it's um, clear to me that there's clarity it's with a that. It's template. Yeah, it's a template. Well, Mikhail, thank you. Thank you for your flexibility today. It's 4.30 here, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been a pleasure as always, Isla. And um, to all of you out there, keep choosing love and trusting thyself and listening to your own guidance and wisdom. Truly, that is the entire game. Remember, there's nobody out there. So enjoy. Yes, and, be, and be kind to yourself. Always. Yeah. As we're kind to ourselves, it's, it's much easier to be kinder to one another. That's back to be impeccable with your words. So we will be back uh, the first week in May. Wonderful. All right. Aloha, everybody. Aloha.